Hello there, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, I'm Alex Whiteley, uh, and joining me in a minute is going to be Jules. She's a biscuitier. She's running a bit behind. Um, uh, I have to start this because we're on a deadline. It's just crazy. I'm doing a podcast one after the other. Um, but this is part of our, our, our Biscuit Open Studio sessions. Um, and, and joining us as a guest is Kevin Horak. Second time on the show, uh, author um, and a great guy. How are you? So you're good? All right. I just, I'd never heard the term bis- biscuiteer before. Uh, it's, uh, it's 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 very quickly sweeping across Shropshire and the world. I have you know. Uh, really? We are, are biscuiteers. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds good. It's, it's fine. It's so you can add on your CV, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. In fact, it's a, it's it's very much needed on a CV. If you've ever been a biscuitier before, you know, <coughs> it doesn't matter if you've done the Duke of Edinburgh. You know, uh, this is. Uh, yeah, that's nothing compared to this. Yeah, um, absolutely. Right. Okay. So, what have you? Uh, so, what have you been up to uh, recently? I mean, obviously, we we spoke to you about Mildred and the crazy cat lady. How how's things been going since then? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's been a strange year, hasn't it? Very it has. Yeah. And so, uh, a lot of the author events that was going on this year, of course, they've all been sidelined until next year. So, uh, the book tour that that I was doing and sort of the uh, book signings and things like that, all of that's all been sort of shelved till next year. So. At the moment, I'll be working on a new title, and also we're doing a second edition of the Mildred book, and so I have a new editor on board now, and she's uh, very passionate about it and uh, and a screenwriter, and so and she does a lot of screenwriting work for the BBC, and so she's hoping to put together with me the treatment together uh, for it after the second edition has been finished, and so I think that's going to be released probably March, April next year, I would think. And so once that's done, then there's the other book that I'm writing on, writing at the moment, and then there will be Mildred Book 2. Ah, so, okay. So keep it, keeping keep busy. Um, I mean, I've, I, when I spoke to you, I mean, uh, the first time, I'm still yeah. kind of learning my trade, I guess. And when it speak, when it comes to speaking to authors, there's a there's a way of interviewing people, um, and, and I've definitely learned my learned as I've gone along. Um, but I've we spoken just to some mostly last time. I don't think I'm not sure we got much done. <laughs> no, we were, we were too busy uh, trying not to swear on that episode. Yeah, uh, strategically. Just that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She did. She That's did. why you get the mayor's award, and I don't suppose she got one, did she? No, she didn't. No, it's all she mine. No, no, that, it's all that, mine, maybe. That's, that's why I'm professional. She swore. Yeah, absolutely. She does deserve one, though. She works hard. Um, oh. But no, when it comes to speaking to authors, um, there, there are ways of uh, uh, speaking that I've, I've learned along my way, and one of them is um, when when you have an idea and a book idea, and especially if you want to, you know, uh, turn everything, turn your book into a series. Um, we spoke to uh, Brian P. Easton, who did um, uh, Autobiography of a Werewolf, very famous uh, series of books. Mm. And I asked him, I said, you know, uh, this these series of books, did you know when 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 a series is going along, what's going to happen in part one, part two, part three, is it already inside your head? Or do you just like move, make it up as you go along? And he goes, no, I know exactly what's going to happen throughout this whole story. And I've known since I was in school. And I was like, oh, Wow. What's it like yeah. with you? Do you already know where this is going? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Um, this this particular book was written off the cuff, and uh, so this sort of splurge came out to create this whole this whole world. And although I know 
some of the things that are going to happen in the next book. Um, there, there's there's a lot more that needs to be revealed with uh, the characters and their origins and this uh, the, the premise of the story of Mildred who lives in Shrewsbury being given a, a cat by a stranger on the premise that she joins this cat club um, but it's it's no ordinary cat club and so it's this this league of women who have met behind closed doors go back to the times of ancient Egypt and so it's so you've got a lot of mytho- mythology references uh, Greek mythology ancient Egyptian beliefs and so there's there's still a lot of study and a lot of research uh, to be done with that so although I know some of the uh, what's going to happen there's still a lot more that needs to be developed and certainly for the end game of it all nice just join us now via via satellite uh, is, is Jules uh, how are you you're right that was a mad scramble wasn't it Yes, yeah, sorry. Everything's really on a go slow today, computer-wise. It's an- uh, isn't it right? It must be something in the yeah. air. Because, uh, I finished an interview. It's kind of like, yeah, Mr. Whiteley will have your audio ready in about an hour and a half. Just sit down, make some tea. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm on a deadline. Uh, how you been? You right? Yeah, fine. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, very busy. <laughs> uh, me, me and Kevin were just discussing the fact that the reason why I won a mayor's award and you didn't is because uh, you, fa- <laughs> you failed the uh, strategic not swearing thing last time. It wasn't easy when, when I've written a couple of comedy books, which is called Jim Word Rhymes with Bank yeah, Banker, and then the following up, <laughs> Drive In Word Rhymes with Banker yeah. to discuss those and the merits of these incredible um, and certain stories. It's, it's not easy. A, a, a fun game to be to play would probably be like keeps mentioning those names, but use a different word to rhyme with that word every single time. You're not allowed to use the same one. So you, <laughs> you've, you've, used, you've used banker. Next time I'll mention tanker. So that's taken out now. So whenever we mention those books, you've got to think of a word that doesn't that isn't banker and isn't tanker. You know, we've created our own language here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give that a go. We'll give that a go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what was the what was the the feedback uh, like from uh, from Mildred? Uh, well, the book was released. Uh, book was released just over a year ago, and the real drive was from March onwards. That's when all the author events were kind of planned, and of course that all got sacked off. And so you then kind of have to social media as much as you can. And but the, the feedback generally has been has been very, very good. I think it's got a, about a 92% approval rating. So um so yeah, very, very happy with that. But the new the new version with the with the new editor, uh, the second edition is is remarkably changed and so completely different start to the book uh, we're going a bit more in depth with some of the characters and typically for the things i've written and, and write it's it's full of sarcasm and very dark humor and so uh, i think we'll, we'll probably have some more of that in there as well so, so obviously yeah, jo- 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 good. i missed the beginning so obviously you've been talking about the sequel that's coming out which was i know i'm keen to know because I, I literally probably finished reading the book it's quite a long read for me. I took quite a while reading it um, over a, like a quite a period of yeah. over a couple of months. Um, but yeah, once I got in, it was I got really hooked. And, okay. You know, especially like you say, the dark. You know, I won't say too much to spoil it mm. for anyone that hasn't read. Uh, you know, Mil- Mildred at all, the first one. But um, yeah, I, when it- when I finished it, I was like, right. So I want to know what's happening next. Now I want to know what's happening mm-hmm. with the the. 
again i won't say but you yeah, know well, i'm glad you enjoyed it I mean, the difference is when i wrote the jim lanker book um i don't know well, is there such a word as lanker there is now uh, there is now there, there, right okay good good i say we create our own language you know the perspective <laughs> is that took a week uh, and that was sort of a, uh, a week written written in a pub um writing that book mildred yeah. took 13 months and it's 156,000 words and so it is quite a long read but um uh but it, well, I was talking to Alex because you missed the start. Now I'm working with a new editor. It's actually not the second book; it's the second edition. So, um, oh and, right, okay. And so, she's, so we're making actually quite a lot of changes to the book that you've read, and oh. uh, and then the second book will then will come thereafter. Is this and, like the, uh, the the Lord of the Rings extended edition type thing? So you add a bit more detail onto things, you know? Well, what I say to people is keep the first edition. So if it yeah. ever becomes a major success, you know, you'll be able to flog it in the future. You know, so because you've got the first edition complete with the four typos in it, and so you know, right. that's, that's it. Yeah. Well, purpose, I've got purposely done as well, haven't I? <laughs> you've got a what? Sorry, I've got a signed copy as well from you. So you do, you do, and it only <laughs> took you a year to read it. So yeah, nice one. <laughs> I have um, a lot of books on the go at any one time. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it, is, it is hard when you we're in the situations we're in because um i've spoken to authors and a lot of time i don't get a chance to read the books i still haven't read mildred and that's not because i didn't want to it's because um i'll, I'll cover mildred and then i'll have You've another things to do there are situations that happen in life like for example like um i remember i give myself three days to read a book uh for a host that was coming on which is doable you know i've done that before i've, done, I've read a whole a book in a night for for a show um and but like it was uh, i really read when i'm in work and work was just a nightmare for those three days and i didn't have time to read so i was kind of like oh my god i was actually gonna read it that's not fair like you know um but at the same time um i appreciate the the, the genius that goes into writing because uh, we spoke about it last time uh, about how oh, i've got a book inside me i always talk about it it's very cliche for a, a guy in his 30s to have a book in his head you know um but it is difficult for me to to sit and just be inside my head writing um you know because there is a lot of that when you when you are like concentrating on and how you're setting the scene writing it using the way you're inside your head and it's not a comfortable place for me it sounds really weird psychopathic type thing to say but um hats off to you for it, it doesn't actually it it, it 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 really doesn't um and writing uh so i've written four factuals and mildred was my first fiction book um Writing factuals in in comparison is so much easier. And when you're creating something from scratch, and so you know, I might be talking to people and suddenly my mind will go disappear somewhere because I think, oh, actually, yeah, I could do that. That'd be a good idea because it's something you're creating and it's constant. And so when it actually gets finished and put down, it's, it kind of feels like, you know, kind of take a bit of a breather. And because it is constantly there and it's constantly evolving because this is a series, and uh, so I'm working on it uh, later today with the, the, with the new updates. And then when we get into book two later into next year, it, it'll be the same process again. It, it is, it's, it's difficult and it, it's, uh, it takes up a lot of your headspace. Uh, is, would you compare it to, because I mean, you're a guy that's uh, been around gyms for, for many years and stuff like that. Would you compare it to the motivation that goes into working out? It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's
Yeah. And if, if you if you are like what you're just saying, um, the amount of times I talk to people and say, oh, yeah, I'd like to write a book. But actually finding that time is one thing. Putting it down as something which you hope people would enjoy is something else. Um, and actually then putting it all together, you know, it's a very long-winded process and it, it requires complete commitment. And if you've got it all rattling around inside your head, it, but if you don't get it put down, It'll all, if you don't get it written down, it will always be there. Mm-hmm. So it, it is kind of a it's kind of a similar thing, it, you know, it, it, in in that respect. But uh, you know, the uh, in terms of Alex, uh, you you read in books. If you read the Jim Anchor book, you can probably read you can probably read that in about ten minutes. You know, that's the difference. So the yeah. no excuses next time. And then, that, well, that is true because I know obviously with Mildred it it did take me a long time to read however I did read Jim Hanker and driving Very good. driving Ranker uh-huh. I read both that was Ranker by the way guys it was a Ruhr but yes yeah, so I read I read those two because like you say they're quick easy reads aren't they they're yeah. they're it's you know whereas I found with Mildred you had to getting to understand it's not just about like you know it was all the different characters it was the names it was the elements away from you know there's this crazy cat lady and then all of a sudden there's this whole like cult sect yeah Yeah. a completely dark world that's all a bit secret Mm. and you know that's a couple of times I kept putting it down saying I'm gonna have to get my head around that another night and pick it Mm -hmm. up again but I think probably once I got going I then didn't put it down so it it took me, you know, once I got got into it, I was then reading it every night until I completed it. So, but when, when is your new? When's your second edition due out? Well, I think it's probably going to be around about March, April. I would think okay, by the yeah. time that's finished, and then of course then has to be typeset bound and and mm-hmm. uh, everything else, and there's going to be some new artwork as well. So it, it, it's it, it, it takes a little while. Mm. Yeah, and not as long as writing the whole book, though. I imagine. No, actually, I've been struggling to think of words that rhyme with banker. I've, um, written, all of them. I've written it all down. Yeah, I, I've got a pen now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, a, great, I'm a grateful thanker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God, yeah. <laughs> Love it. I've written no, it like hopefully, no, no, it won't take us long. No, I think this process, the editing process, has taken place over sort of a three-month period. And because it's a big book, it, you know, it, it takes a long time. And also... It's not just a case of the editing, but there are some changes that are being made, and so there's rewrites going on, and so it's mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 a long process. And when you put the book down a year ago, to then come back and revisit it, and uh, yeah, it's kind of it's it's great because the uh, the story is now the new version is still is so much better, but at the same time, it's very exhausting because you know you put it down a year ago. Yeah, I was going to say what what made you do a second version. Good question. Right. I mean, is that something authors do uh, yeah. generally, or uh, it, it really depends because the, the first one was was not edited um, professionally. This was, was mm-hmm. something that uh, that you know that, that predominantly that, uh, that we kind of did in house. Then I was introduced to this lady through a mutual friend, and then when we sat down and discussed it, and she read the book and then said, "Look, we." we could do this and we could do that and take some more aspects out of this character. 
Um, and when we, when I met up with her and we sat down together, and I thought, actually, this could, you know, the thing is, when you're writing a story, do you get the best out of it? And, mm-hmm. you know, particularly when you want to sell it to international markets, there's, uh, which is, is something which, you know, we haven't even pushed on yet. So, um, in fact, so, yeah, I, I, I do know um, uh, authors that, that do that. It's, it's, it's not a rare thing for there to be first edition books out there. And then when you look at subsequent versions, there are actually changes that have been made. Um, mm. it, you know, that, that, that does happen. But in an ideal world, no. But now having gone, gone through this process and uh, for meeting with her and discussing some of the ideas, I just thought, you know what, actually, this, yeah. This, this, this could be really good. So, and uh, and also because of uh, her screenwriting background, you know, the uh, the opportunity then to go and pitch it to be made into a moving picture would be obviously an amazing thing. Oh, I like the mm. idea of that. Uh, before okay. we get onto onto that talk, uh, because mm. I do want to talk about that if we can. Um, if you could get anyone to to read your book on Audible, um, mm. who, would you, who would you get to read it? Mm. Well, that's a very good question. It, well, it have to be female because it's all female characters. Um, jo- I know that Joanna Lumley's got a copy of it at the moment. I think she would be very good. She's got a, a, a wonderful voice. Um, let me think that one over. Let me think that one over. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come, come, come back. To, I don't think Meryl Streep's available. She's busy. So, uh, um, it, it, it has to be a, a great... British. I think mm. um, what's her name that played um, Khaleesi? Um, yes, I know who you mean, and her name's just gone out of my mind. But yes, I know who you mean. Yeah. Um, ah, I'm going to look for this now. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, talking to about a screenwriter and putting this onto the yeah. big stage. Um, who would you who would you use some? Would you use someone to create a cast for you, or do you have a cast already set in mind? Oh no, no! It, it's, it's very, very early days, and so I mean, uh, if, hypothetically, if, hypothetically, hypothetically. If, well, if you're even, ever if, gonna... even if you get the pitch, you then have the developmental budgets, and um, to develop then what we the screenplay version of the book, and so that means bringing in other sort of creative people to to help with those things. But if uh, I mean, Jules has read the book, this if you're going to be set the story exacting this is not something that's going to be very cheap to make and uh, because of the locations because of the mythology uh, all of the effects um it's it it would it would cost an enormous amount of money to make it and so in that respect it it would need it would need to be put forward to, to the larger production houses so but um believe it when believe it when i see it very 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 early days but it's nice to have some of the right people on board now. Amazing. Amelia Clark is the actress, by the way. Yes. Amelia Clark. So, yeah. I think she'd be great. Um, Jules, uh, so what was, when you picked up this book, did it take you by surprise? Is it weird knowing someone and then reading their book and having that voice inside your head? Does that make sense? Um, well, it was really weird, actually, because obviously having yeah, having met kevin and obviously you know i've done our interview and then read the other two um books uh you know the short story books or you know you i can't think of any more rhyming words for the minute so hanker. i'm not going to say thank have you. we said hanker 
Danker. There you go. Danker. Yes, Danker. Yes, Danker. 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 Non-German books. Um, <laughs> and then going into that one. It was quite interesting, actually, because all when I was reading it, I was trying to think, okay, whereabouts in Shrewsbury is this? In my head, I just kept having bits of Shrewsbury come up. And yeah, then yeah. um and then when obviously it goes off to the house, I kept mm-hmm. thinking, where's that? Where's that? How far away from town is that? It's not very far. Where is it? And then that's when you're trying to, in my head, I'm thinking, right, well, where where would Kevin do that? Where would he be putting that? So Well, Lo- Loxley Manor is the secret mansion, and that's in oh, North Wales. Oh, that's right, in so North I Wales. Would've... And that 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 is that is actually defined. You must have missed that bit. Um, but uh, yeah, that is actually defined as in as in North Wales, and um, the three streets, which are the main focal points, are Rock Road, uh, Bembo Streets, and yeah. Dar- Darwin Roads. They're the three roads which are fictitious roads in Shrewsbury, which is kind of where yeah. where she I is, mean, where I'll... the Futility Pub is, where the uh, the Stranger Man uh, runs his. Shop, yeah. <laughs> runs, runs his shop, yes, and you have Mr. Ablett and his train set, and uh, yeah. Well, that's it, and that's when you when you're reading that, you try and associate it then back within town, and that's what mm-hmm. I was trying to do was trying to associate stuff back within town. Um, well, the, the the only town place that is really nominated uh, or sort of defined in the book is the Coach and Horses Pub. Um, because oh, they have yeah. a meeting, they have a meeting in the Coach of Horses. Yeah. But I, I've already got other places in town in mind for the for the second and third book. Oh, okay, um, cool. Because I, I want to try and continue to use some of the heritage of of the town within these books, and I think you know that's, that's certainly with friends of mine who live in Middle America. They, yeah. they, they they they're fascinated by our pub culture here, and also the also the, the Georgian Victorian. Yeah, heritage, yeah. Uh, heritage that uh, that the town has to offer because they don't have anything like that, and I just think that I really need to keep bringing these things in because it's it's you know what this town has to offer. And when I initially started writing this, and just everything seems to be so London centric, and I just thought, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You know, we live in a, a beautiful town. Let's feature it here. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. So, um, yeah, so why not? Yeah. And if, if it did go to like, you know, sort of production, that was the bit I was trying to say earlier. And I don't think you guys could hear yeah. me speak. And I would, it was asked, <laughs> wanted to ask the question then. Um, how would you see it as an animated no, uh, picture? Not or so would it be real cats sort of? And then, oh, I see. Uh, well, talking, so, so, would the cats be the animated bit? What would it be? Do you know what I mean? How would it work given that yeah, you've well, got cats and humans in it? Well, yes, that's right. So you, and you still, you, 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 yes, and other things. Yeah. So you you have you, you have the human world. You have the the the, the beast world, and yeah. all those things have to be kind of CGI. And it, right. it will be the same for, same for the cats. Well, uh, what's uh, what's characters. what's Salem doing from uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Is he working still? I mean, he might, he might be. I, I think I, I think unemployed. I think unemployed. <laughs> and so yeah, um, but. All of the, all of the cats in this book are uh, are, are well, with exception of a couple that live in the streets are all female, and that's the point. All of the characters are, are, are female, so um, Salem might need to go under a pseudonym. Hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Hello, so, there. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> welcome, welcome to the story of my life. Um, <laughs> um, what's it been like for you during lockdown? Obviously, um, uh, the life of a writer is quite. Um, uh, it's what it's one that's uh, isolated anyway. Really, if you think about it, even if you're in a pub, you're stuck in inside that laptop, aren't you? You know, um, has it been? Any I think that when you look back, that um, everyone is going to have a story about this year, and you know, and none of it is um, is, is is positive. Uh, everyone has had a struggle this year, and so uh, myself being no, no different. And so, uh, it, although the, uh, the the authoring has been has been quite difficult. Um, but I also, you know, I, I, I think as you may know, I work full time as a DJ and author now, um, having resigned or took an early retirement from the, the bodyguarding business, which I was in for 20 years. And so, uh, but of course, all of that was cancelled. So in actual fact, I then started going back to some of the, uh, the close protection businesses that I know. And so I've been sort of doing some consultancy work for them. So strangely, it's one of those businesses that I don't think you fully leave. And uh, mm-hmm. so I've been sort of doing doing that as well. So uh, consulting for a few companies. Um, Good to have something to fall back on, though. You know, it's, I mean, what what a thing to have to fall yeah. back on to as well, you know? Well, it's 20 years of, of knowledge in a business like any other. And um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm helping a few companies with sort of their business development now, although it was a business I stepped away from a few years ago. We we had the guys from Connect Security on on the last Open Studios. They're a great bunch yeah. of guys. Um, yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Me, Stu, go back years, and, and you know, I was talking about. I was a kid working at Asda. I had no experience. Do you know what I mean? But even that, mm. I mean, I learned so much. You know, um, so ways to deal with situations. It's actually, it's actually a really uh, good experience because it is life experience. When you when you you know close protection, you learn from those mistakes and you learn from how mm. you talk to someone or how you responded to something. And I think it kind of helps in life, really. I mean, I, it, I, I mean, it's a business I learned so much from, and I also learned that life's too short to work with politicians. So we're not going to be doing that anytime again soon. Um, having uh, done a few spells at Parliament, um, but uh, it, it, it is, and it's you can do all the training that you can. It's, it's a dedicated lifestyle, um, but at the same time, that you can't learn from a book and uh, just from generalised street life and environment if you haven't got any common sense. Yeah. And if, you, if that's something that you, some people have, some people haven't, and you just can't teach that. And it's a business that requires a, a, an awful lot of common sense. Well. Have you ever thought about writing your memoirs? Well, I've written two books on the bodyguarding business, but they were they were they were training mm. guides about the, the lifestyle, the dedication, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, which which had mixed, mixed reception, uh, particularly for my competitors at the time, um, but. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, no, is 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 the answer uh, because although it's a business kind of really I've stepped away from, I have an awful lot of respect for it, and to then go and write about clients, yeah, um, mm-hmm. I, I think is a, is a betrayal, whether they're living or not. Um, yeah. I think is, is well. Is that a, was the Paul Burrell thing, wasn't it? He kind of just turned on the on the palace, just kind of like, yeah, there's this that happened, there's this that happened, and everyone's kind of like, what? Hold on, where's your loyalty? Uh, yeah. I, I'll choose my words carefully. I think he's a horrible cretin of a man. 
Um, <laughs> that was the first example I could think of as someone has done something yeah, like that. You know? Yeah, and uh, Diana's in the news and uh, again. Yeah, exactly. And so he's popped up. And I mean, it's actually, in all these times of doom and gloom, sometimes I have a, have a look, look now. What's trending on Twitter today? So, uh, the Shrewsbury Biscuit, of course. Uh, open studios. <laughs> uh, I, did, I wrote a tweet earlier. It's kind of gone viral. Oh, Alex yeah. Do no, no, in actual fact, no, it's not. It's Harold Shipman and Jimmy Savile. So that's enough Twitter Whoa! for today. Yeah, yeah. A documentary uh, the, being made, I think. We're uh, going to be here that way. Uh, so, uh, yeah, well, I think, I, I think I, it's I a betrayal. So I wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't ever, I wouldn't ever do that. Thing is, like you say, with situations like that, you know, people move on anyway, don't they? Even your clients that you, you know, that you helped, managed and associated with back then, you know, mm-hmm. They might have been going through different times. They might might have been better now and they're worse, or better then and worse now, or vice versa. Or like you say, you know, they might not be with us any longer. But what they were in that moment of time is that moment of time. And I don't, mm. you know, I think like you say, you don't, it, it's not even so much the betrayal. It's people are in different places at different times for different reasons. And to be writing about those situations it's isn't an invasion of privacy but i think like you say also you're it's i suppose yeah your words about you betraying them as clients but equally you know it's people do it to make money don't they they, they, they do it to get it is, their it own bits of limelight that they want to get for it, it says a lot about the integrity of the person as well <laughs> and you know this this is a business that um is as old as any other business uh, i just think that when people do that and they write books about these things you're then leaving others to pick up the pieces of that mm-hmm. and so you know my, my former company which i ran for 17 years our client base um was, uh, our major client was uh was uh, royal families foreign royal families and grade a status famous people and uh, i just think that yeah, I, I think betrayal is the right word to. So, you know, so I still wouldn't discuss these things about those clients now, mm. and uh, and, I, and I certainly wouldn't in the future. And, yeah, uh, I may have moved on, but I, I, it's it's not an appropriate thing, and I yeah. really have a dislike for people who do that. Um, but you've got this now, haven't you? You've got Mildred. Um, um, I've got Mildred. That's right. Mildred left, left all of that well behind, and I've got the crazy cat lady. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and Jim. And Jim. Um, oh dear. Let's see, Anchor. Is there such a word as that? We've had Danker. J- J- Jim. Jim. Um, Franker. 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 Oh, I thought Frank. she said it then. I, I think you nearly said it again. No, I didn't nearly, nearly did. say it. I did not. We well, started selling again because because it, it's because it's uh, coming up to the Christmas period. Yeah. And so yeah. people buy them as Christmas presents. So I was just having a look on Amazon earlier. And, yeah. uh, well, it's a Shrewsbury-based yeah, book as well, isn't it? So locals, if you're listening to this, guys, uh, Mildred, uh, the crazy cat lady, it's it's, um, it's a Shrewsbury-based book. So if you're living in mm-hmm. Shrewsbury uh, and you want to buy something, if you've gone out and already bought that uh, that Monopoly game that everybody's talking about, that you know the Shrewsbury business, <laughs> uh, you've already got that. Then there's a, there's another thing there. There's this amazing book. Um, yeah, I think it's in what it's, it's definitely in Watsons in town, but I don't think the shop's open at the moment, of course, because we're locked down. No. But, um, if not, it's uh, what stones online, uh, W.A. Smith's, uh, Amazon, yeah. of course. Can I ask a question of, about your, because um, obviously, you know, DJing's another area that yeah. you specialise in. Um, mm. 
and obviously doing events or getting out to parties this year has, has been uh, obviously a challenge for people mm. in, in that industry. And like you said, have you been doing anything online to sort of, you know, share your music? Because obviously, you know, again, we've had the, the other local lads, you know, the 90s revival team, Dave and Benno, um, yeah. have been doing what they've been doing. But have you, have you done anything like that or fortunately? No, I, I, I chose not to because uh, I know Dave and Benno very well. Yeah. Uh, also, Rob Malina uh, has been doing his, um, and you know that they're, they're all great guys, and and have played for for a long time. Um, you've also got some some good house sets that uh, are being played live as well, and you know, for for me, if I was going to choose a music style, then I'd probably do like hard rock sets or something. But mm-hmm. um, right now. Um, I've kind of been focused on other things, and uh, you know the guys are out there doing doing that already, uh, and doing a good job of it, and very popular too. Yeah. So, so no, it, it didn't actually kind of really, uh, you know, really appeal to me to do that. But I was fully booked all all summer, yeah. all summer. And so of course, all of that, all of, all of that, that went. Of course, that then pushes some of those bookings into next year. Mm. So uh, next year, of course, be very busy, but. Um, it's 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 going to have a knock-on effect for for a couple of years now. Some of those things. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I was just going to add as you know, you saying uh, uh, about uh, uh, Waterstones oh. being closed and what have you. I was just yeah. going to say, actually going to add instead of going to Amazon, uh, maybe have a look at Penguin Books because uh, yeah, they've got a new online shop there. I don't know if uh, they stock your book. Uh, if not, they, they don't know. Be- they don't so <laughs> <laughs> maybe give them a call and be like here's yeah. my books get them too. <laughs> yeah get them a too. local author here you need to be stocking his book <laughs> yeah abs- uh, uh, but yeah. yeah buy that one off amazon uh the mildred uh, um, have you got a website where you can sell it from Local. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to push people away from amazon <laughs> yeah so, so in the organization that uh that mildred joins is called uh the cat chamber and that's spelled with a k and so, yeah, catchamber.com is the, the website of the uh, the cat chamber where they dispute everything that's said in the book. So it's sort of a secret organisation. So, but you can you can get it from there and, and your little Mildred mugs and bits and pieces. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cat, well, if you do catchamber.com or kevinhorrock.com. <laughs> absolutely uh, and uh, you know if you do want to support local go penguin books on their website because it's great. It's um, I think it's uk doc uk.bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash penguin books i just want to support local as well as uh as, as well as you sir of course um uh, <laughs> have you have you got a sequel in your head to this book oh yeah very edition? much but yeah, yeah very much after the second edition stand yeah very much um because there's everything's set around pyramids and pyramid shapes and there's lots of hidden meanings and uh and puzzles sort of throughout the book and so Mildred needs to progress up this pyramid. So in actual fact, it's not going to be just a sequel. It it would probably be sort of about five or six books, we would think. Um, But it's it's too early to say because although Jules has read it, um, the main, shall we say, the main bad guy in it and the heritage of where he comes from um, is, is very much in relevance with Egyptian culture about life after death and sort of bringing some of these things sort of back to life and I, I remember somebody saying uh, when I, I mentioned this and uh, 
said, well, yeah, the, the, the book actually uh, has this underlying current about life after death. And I thought, well, that sounds very depressing. Well, no, not at all. You know, re religions have been founded on these beliefs. Uh, you study spiritualism and, and mm. Buddhism and, and, and all, all these, these, these various belief systems. Um, it, it's actually, there's, there's, there could be a lot of um, strength in, in those things for many. So, so I, I didn't really kind of share that, share that comment or that view, but um, there, there's a lot that needs to be kind of brought to life, which ultimately is going to end in this, this kind of war between good and bad and all starting from little Mildred and Shrewsbury. Mm -hmm. you, you can take you can take your own philosophies from any story or any any sort of mm -hmm. franchise really whether it's star wars you know whether it's uh die hard i don't know whatever <laughs> whatever you wherever you're into you can take and of course the right time it die hard the perfect christmas film absolutely of course. <laughs> we're not having this oh, 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 you, oh, oh, okay so you, you you believe that that's right they went when i mentioned it to my fiance die hard great christmas film. it's not christmas film oh it is it's a christmas, christmas film it is a christmas it film is. There's Christmas it's trees. It's at Christmas, and he's trying to get home for Christmas. And he writes, and he's ho, got, ho, 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 a machine gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's got the gun stuck exactly. to his back with, like, with uh, wrapping tape. There you go. It's a Christmas yeah. film. We're not having this debate in 2020. We've had, we've had too much to argue. We've done this every single year on social media. You see the same post. It's all gone to pot this year. So Christmas can bugger off along with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, Kevin, uh, we're, we're coming up to the, the time when we've got to sort of start wrapping things up. Um, oh, we haven't ha swore yet. No, we haven't swore yet. Jill. We haven't swore yet. Yeah. Oh, don't, Jules? I've, I've Jules? not said a word. That's why you don't get the mayor's award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking actually we did a, a test call earlier and he was like uh, Kevin was like I'm surprised uh, it's not on a frame behind you and I was like I'm going to get a flavor flav chain and put it around my neck and just walk around with <laughs> my mate you're not going to start gonna nicking the uh, what was it was it the, the Volkswagen yeah, the, uh, the, logos off the cars wasn't it it was a VW yeah, yeah. logos oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bring that run DMC <laughs> beastie boys Mr. Yeah. Mayor. Um, yeah, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you for the acknowledgement of that. Um, but yeah, uh, is there any, any sort of uh, anybody you want to shout out, sort of uh, uh, anything, anything you want to tell people about on the, on the podcast? No. <laughs> 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 um, it's, 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 it's almost difficult to say because it's just been such a challenging year for everyone. And so, you know, I think, I think we're all just, we're just all sort of trying to get, get through it. And, uh, I think last year um, I was hospitalised for a week with uh, with a, an infection. I won't go into it, but the NHS staff um, at Shrewsbury were just amazing. I was, I was quite difficult uh, at points when I was very unwell. And I, I just kind of think that had we known then what we know now, the pressures that these these guys must be under is just enormous so um yeah uh, i went back to the hospital in i think it was february this year to sort of thank the nhs staff who kind of looked after me and i was um sort of giving them books and etc etc and it, it was lovely to see them again and um so I, I think thanks to them i think that's uh that's the thing thank you to to uh, to those people who've worked incredibly hard yeah. this year, That's and nice. so really nice. it's it's just difficult to know quite, kind of quite quite what else to 
I would say, really. And uh, it's one of those, like, here's your, here's your chance to just talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, uh, Holly Oaks was all right <laughs> last night, wasn't it? You know, <laughs> uh, we could talk about films or, or, or the debates, the merit of well, Die Hard being a Christmas film. Here's the thing I want because we did this last time. We did uh, we we got you in the biscuit, then I got you on it was Thorskin at the time. Now we'll get you on you suck. Yeah. Uh, I want to get you on what's the difference to talk about. And I mentioned to Tom Bruno, yeah. so I said, uh, Kevin yeah. wants to come on the show, and he's like, Hell's yeah, let's get him yeah. on the show, let's do this again. <laughs> uh, well, just, I, I, I'm a hive of useless information and scandal, mm-hmm. and I just think we should do a late night biscuit, like Shoesby Biscuit Certificate X. We should do a late. We should do what like a, a good a, a, idea. We should do a late night one, and then we don't need to worry about Jules, Jules and her potty mouth. And we could, uh, you know, just talk about whatever we want to talk about, and don't worry about offending too many people. Well, that's what that's so, what you sucks for, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, definitely up for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that, and I'll I'll get the book read. Actually, I'll get the book read before then because I've, yeah, I have yeah. had no, no, no. I'm a, in my situation at the moment. My whole life is in storage, including that book. It's a, I'm paying for two storage units. I've got a copy. You can have. Yes, send it me. Or if you've got an e version, got an e version, send it me, and I'll get it read um, for when you come on our new suck. Uh, because I really would love to. I feel I do feel guilty for. Not really, <laughs> I do uh, genuinely because um, I believe we're friends now. Do you know what I mean? And I should have done Ooh. that a while ago. Um, so yeah, well, I'll get that read. We'll get you on, your, on what's the difference, and I'll make Bruno. Is it is it going to be an audible version ever ever made? There, there, there will be at some point. Uh, I haven't done that as yet, but once the second edition is ready, there will certainly be an audible for it. Yeah, because that's how, that's because how I've had a, I've, I've had a few people write to me saying about the the audible version. And then actually a, a lady wrote a review for the book on Amazon. And then she messaged me independently to say in the I didn't realize you could do this, but she was, she bought the Kindle version of it. And then there's an Alexa button, which will read it to you. Oh, I imagine it's very robotic. And the and man just, walked yeah, into the room and he picked up a lantern and he, well, <laughs> well, she said to me, she said to me, they said that the, the, the voice didn't have a great deal of tone, but she's uh-huh. a, she's a professional runner. And so she said that she would be listening to it while she was jogging and while she was running mm. and people were staring at her. She would constantly stop and break down in laughter while she was in the middle of uh, going out for a jog somewhere. And, <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't even know that that function was available, but the audible will come next year. Um, but I, I wanted to be entirely happy with the story, first of all. So, yeah. yeah. So, there, so, there, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, I was doing that yesterday. I was, I was editing yesterday, listening back to Miriam's show. My wife sat behind me over here. She work, yeah. She's working on the phone and stuff. And she'll, I'm writing away. I'm typing away because I'm doing emails as well. And now and again, she'll just hear, <laughs> just randomly. She's just looking at me like, you're an idiot, Whiteley. You're laughing at your own jokes. You know? She knows what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin, you're always always an amazing guest to speak to, um, and I know you've had a terrible year. I really do. I, I, I do sympathise with people that that have tried to release something new or do something new, open a new business, write a book. Um, you know, a Beth Heath, try and do new things, new ideas, new festivals, all these mm. sort of things. Mm. Stopped. You know, I really do feel for you, and I, I really do. Oh, it's, it's difficult for everyone. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know. But I just, yeah. I know I've got a feeling deep inside me that 2021 is going to be one of the biggest years in history. Uh, oh, yeah. I really do believe so. 
I, mm. And somebody was saying it's going to be memorable. I don't think so because everybody's going to be drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't remember a lot of lockdown, actually, to be honest, because there's no, nothing there else go. to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think when the binman used to show up at our place because, you know, it gets, a, it gets a little embarrassing when you can't actually lift the recycle bin. You know, so, so, so I, I, I figured out that uh, the lights of my street go off about sort of eleven thirty midnight, and so then all I do is I then slip out and then start putting bottles in other people's bins along the road. So, <laughs> so, so, so when the binman shows up and he just oh god here we are drunk street again it's going to be heavy lift, lifting all this lot. So yeah, lock, lockdown lockdown was a blur. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, yeah, but I'm speaking about Christmas, actually, I do want to give a, a shout out and a mention to the, uh, have you heard about the carols on the doorstep thing that's going on this year, uh, December the 16th? Um, uh, 16th and no. 24th, isn't it? It's two dates, isn't it? Yeah, there's two dates, 16th and the 24th. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Shropshire, BBC Shropshire are going to be playing uh, carols for you guys to sing on the 16th and the 24th of December. And we're encouraging people to go on your doorstep and just sing carols, enjoy enjoy the community thing. And this is a beautiful thing that's happened with this. Is uh, It started off as a Shropshire, Shrewsbury Shropshire, Shropshire, Shropshire thing, but it's it's going across the country like wildfire. Everybody's yeah. like getting wind of this, and I think a bit like the NHS clap thing. Everybody's going to go and do some carols, and even if you don't want to sing, you can go out and listen, get some good some good videos and Snapchat. Things. There's also the decorate your doorstep thing as well, isn't there? That's in um, in my Shrewsbury this this month. Yeah, so talking about yeah. that decorate yeah. decorate your doorstep. Yeah, so lots going on. De- de- decorating it with anything in particular. Well, I'm guessing at a Christmas. I think it's something because um, I think Brigitte is going to come around and do the photographs again, like a bit like she did last time, photographing um, you know people during mm. lockdown and shop fronts. So uh, I think it's linked to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it look yeah, amazing. So, sounds good. Sounds no. good. So make sure you check that out. And also, I want to give a shout out to the parade shops. We're not there at the moment. Mm-hmm. Excuse me catch my breath uh we're not there at the moment obviously we're doing this over zoom but we would be there if it was open and the world was open um so uh make sure that you pop back to the parade when everything is open again um also i want to give a shout out to oh, what's going on here uh i want to give a shout out to chris goff from cgr business solutions who helped us become an official cic if you need anything any help with any business solutions uh with him uh make sure you check out uh, cgr business solutions um Kevin, you've been amazing. Jules, you're always amazing. Um, Sorry, I was like... No, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, and we're going to cut this short so that my audio can render uh, your audio. Uh, this has been a, a great episode. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, thank oh, you. You're very welcome. Thank you, Jules. Oh, and, thank uh, you, uh, We'll catch you on the flip side. There we go. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we must do the uh, the adult late at night version of this as well. I will. I'll be. I'll, I'll be in touch right we, after we, this. We, yeah, we, we need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Catch you next time. Hey.